either be on one side or the other, either yes or no, and mean it, right? So this, this one here we're dealing with today is a double-minded. Nobody wants to deal with a double-minded person. Isn't that right? Well, then you don't want to be double-minded either. But nobody wants to deal with a double-minded person. Is that right? Mm -hmm. And so we, we know that, that to be a double-minded person, you have to have some, a double-minded heart. And a double-minded heart is, 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 is very, very, very difficult to deal with. You love me one day, you don't love me the next day. That's called a double-minded person with a double-minded heart, okay? And so we, we under, understand that a double-minded person, is, it is a sickness to the inner being, or we'll say the inner man. And it cannot be corrected by any medication. Mm -hmm. It is a disease in the heart, and it can only be uh, uh, addressed when we get saved, and the Holy Spirit is the only one that can save us from being a double-minded person. Right. That's just period. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of good people, and a lot of good people, and you may be one or know someone, a lot of good people, they're very good people, but they have a double-minded heart. Mm -hmm. All right, they have a, they're double-minded. You don't know, they're wishy-washy. You know, you don't know if they're going, if you was in a fight, you wouldn't know, you wouldn't want to depend on them because you wouldn't know if they're going to show up or not. You understand? And so we want to talk about that as today because I want to make sure that we understand that sometimes we're depending on the wrong folk. All right? And sometimes we're in a double-minded relationship with God. And he doesn't want us in a double, we need to figure this out as an individual. Church is where we gather as a group, but the message ought to be for every individual. Yeah. So we want to add, you have to ask yourself, am I a double-minded person? Am I in a double-minded relationship? I'm talking about a double-minded relationship with God. Am I in a double relationship with my heart? Is, is God in my heart all the way, or, or is it when it's convenient for me? Wow. Are you with me? You see, and, and it's a person that lives in a double-minded standard, that, you know, they're two-faced. Y'all remember the old folks who say, so-and-so two-faced, right? And uh, a double-tongue. Are you with me? And so what we're trying to do is we, we, and see, those people, if you're not careful, can cause you to trust them and put them in some position in your life that you have no business putting them in. And then when things fall apart, you want to blame that on them. No, you didn't discern them and you would, or you wouldn't have put them there. Now, the question is, am I a double-minded person today? We can, do I have a double-minded tongue? All right. And do I have a double-minded heart? Or do I love God with all my heart? Do I really love him? Do I, do I love him when it's convenient? Are, are you all with me? Yes. And so we're trying to get, we're, and, and, and James talks about it, because we're going to deal with, the, when I get her, James talks about it, and it's a very double-minded Christian is the worst kind of Christian. Mm -hmm. Because a double-minded, see, Satan puts the spotlight on a double-minded Christian, because he wants those people to be seen. Yes. He wants the world, there are more people in the church that, uh, causes people not to come to church than any one single thing. Because, see, when you say you're a Christian, they're looking at you. you putting a, no, when you say you're a Christian, you're putting the spotlight on yourself, right? And so people who are not in the church, all right, they looking at you and they're going to say, well, he acting like me, you see? So we have to understand that we cannot be double-minded. Not double-minded in front of God's presence or double-minded in front of other people's presence. Are you with me? Mm -hmm. 
and it's like when we serve, it's like you can't serve God and serve the world. You see, it's, it's hard not to do it though because it's so easy. The world's got so many things so easy right at our hands, right, right here, our eyes, that, that we can just take in, but we can't do that. And so what we want to talk about today is, are you a single-minded heart or are you a double-minded heart when it comes to God or with people around you? You see, are you, now the Bible tells us right up front, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. Is that the way you love? Is that your love for God? Is that your love for God? You know, I, I watch out, uh, you know, one of my favorite things to say, and I, I've been forgetting to say it. If you love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and all your might, wouldn't this be a better world? Amen. Someone once, uh, there's a phrase I, I like to use all the time. Do you know why we got so much prejudice going on? I guess it's the Asian people now that people are after. You know, because we got double-minded people, you see? And see, you, you, you know, we're not going to make this place a better place until we have friends and people in our lives that don't look like us. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. yeah. That's how it's got to be, you see. And once, once we get that thing down, once that's the love of God, the love of God. I can't call myself a Christian and say I have the Holy Spirit, been filled with the Holy Spirit and have uh, uh, the Holy Spirit within me and look at anybody else different than I look at myself or my race. Are you with me? Does that make sense? And so what we're trying to do over here, no, not what we're trying to do over here, what we're going to do over here is we're going to be single-minded. It's just like, you can say, Pastor, I don't like you. I can live with that. Mm -hmm. Pastor, I love you. I can live with that. Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm scared of you. You see? You understand that? Yeah. Let's give it even in relationships, in a marriage, in a marriage. You don't want a double-minded person in, a, in your marriage. Amen. Come on, say amen to that. Y'all know it's true. You see? Because they love you until you get sick. You see, Do you, I'm going to tell you all, since you all look at me like I done lost my mind, I want to tell you something that you don't know. We have some married couples in here. I'm sure I'm looking. Yeah, we have some married couples in here. One of you all is going to wind up having to serve the other one. And you can't be double-minded because you said the death do us part. Because you said in sickness and health. Because well, you said, huh, for richer and poor, right? You said that. A double-minded person said, well, I didn't marry you like that. When that, thing, when that sickness comes up or something comes up, are oh, you understand? If the Bible doesn't teach us how to live with everyday life, what good is it for us? It's to help us to live with everyday life. You see? And so, but here at Christ Temple North, I'm, I'm, the, we're going to ask ourselves, we're going to ask ourselves today, are we double-minded? Are we single-minded? Mm -hmm. You see? You, you can, you can, somebody doesn't like you and you know they don't like you. You can deal with that, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. But somebody that, that loves you and you know they don't deal with that. But somebody's on the fence. That, you, mm. yeah, that's a difficult thing to deal with because you don't know what they're going to do. Isn't that right? You see? And so double-minded means a wavering mind. That's a person that's got a wavering mind. You know, sometimes I love God on Sunday, but when Monday comes, God who? Well, 
You see, it's like in here, you know, we're, we're all different ethnic groups and colors in here. We, isn't that right? Amen. Isn't this beautiful in here to see that? Okay, but what are like when we go to work Monday? Come on, you remember that it was, uh, Paul had to get uh, Peter, remember that? I'll just tell you that. Peter was, uh, was really good with everybody around him. He was doing good and talking and teaching. And then one time the, uh, uh, the Jewish people came over, I think it was Peter, the Jewish people came over and Paul said I had to get him checked because then he wouldn't talk to the Gentiles when the Jews were around. Ask me how that, what that means. That means we all right today, but when we go back to work, you see, we're gonna get in our cliques. All right, does that make sense? And so, but we, Christ Temple North, we don't wanna do that. Uh, we, we, we're not wavering mind. What we say, we do. We mean what we say, and we do, we do what we say, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't that right? We yeah. say what we mean, and we do it. What we say, we do it. All right, and it's undecided. The worst person in the world is an undecided person. God wants to know, do you love me, or do you love me not? It's not that flower thing you just play with kids. You love me, you love me not, you love me, you love me not. No, do you love me? My, my, my daughter was a little, you know, she was a little spoiled. She's the only girl. And she was spoiled. She said, Daddy, you love me? And I, picked, I said, well, yeah, girl. She said, I need such and such. <laughs> you see? And, you know, she played, on, she played on that, right? God wants to know, uh, do you really love him? Do you really love him? You can't love God with a wavering mind. You can't love, you don't need to hit, he doesn't want an undecided person. He wants to know, yes or no. You see, an unstable in all their, its ways, that's a double-minded person, a person that's unstable in all their ways. And some who are, is inconsistent in living. You see, always compromising. We're not that, right? We're not that person. I wanna ask you something else. You wanna hear something exciting? Do you love yourself? Or some of you, do you love yourself? Yes. Do you love yourself? Yes. Oh, that means you're on the right diet. That means you're exercising. I figured it'd get a little, you know, when you say stuff like that, they didn't know where that was coming from, yes. right? You, you see, right, right. Yeah, what, well, Pastor, where you coming from? The Bible says, love the Lord thy God, thy, with all thy mind and heart, and then it's blah, 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 well, you got that down. I can do that with God, but then it says, love your neighbor, doesn't it say that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. As? The Bible says your body is the temple of the? Holy so you're supposed to love your body, right? right? You can't be waving about it. If you love your body, treat your body like you love your body. You didn't know it was going to be that way, right? <laughs> you see? Uh, see, so sometimes uh, I, I smile. I won't call names out. We, I have some neighbors. I love to see them. They're out walking, husband and wife walking, and sometimes as, as individuals, getting themselves together, walking, and, and Gwen and I smile because we do all that exercising. I got the equipment in the house to do the exercising because I love Sister Gwen. I don't want to be, if, if I, I don't want to have to be that guy to take care of her. But if I have to, I have to. Right. She don't want to have to take care of me, right? But if, if we love ourselves, we do everything we can to possibly stay healthy, right? Mm -hmm. But here's the key. If we love ourselves, we'll do everything to stay healthy because God says my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. I cannot love myself, right, and not take care of myself because the scripture says your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. You see, I'm gonna give you one day. You have one cheat day. Right. Just don't let it go on into two and three and four days. <laughs> yeah, 
you see? But we, so we're trying to learn that. And, and I, want us to be, I want us to be consistent over here. We don't want it to be double-minded over here. We want to be one way or the other. There's a thing that I used to say, and I quit saying it, church. God loves you, and so do I. And people say, I love you too. And I can see by how they said that. You understand? So I quit saying that, you see. I love you because I pray for God to give me the love that I need for the congregation because a shepherd has to love his sheep. Right? Amen. Right? And so here we go with this. So uh, we're going to scripture. It won't take us long, because, uh, but I'm very serious about this message. I want us to not be shaky. I, don't, I want us not to be shaky. I want us to be the type of Christian people that we Christian seven days a week. Right? I want us to be the type of Christians that we can minister to other people. And other people will listen to us because they, can li they look at our lifestyle and they see how we live. And so they're, they're, they'll listen to us to counsel them. Mm -hmm. You see? Because they know if you're double-minded or not. Right. You see? You can't counsel an alcoholic and sit down and drink with them. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? You've got to be, yeah, because this is what, we're, the thing that used to bothered me most, and I was one of those that went, before I first got into church, I was doing everything I was doing. I just had a title. Y'all think I'm the only preacher that ever started out doing everything he was doing. Yeah. No, I'm going to go on past that because it shocked you. <laughs> really? Yes. It doesn't embarrass me uh, uh, to say that because a lot of people don't get it. Do you know why a lot of people don't get it? Because they ain't been saved from nothing. You see, once you get saved from something, you understand what double-minded is. You see, I'm going to have patience with you and listen to it, but I ain't going to trust you. You can love a person and not trust them. Y'all do know that, right? You see, you, all right. Here we go. So we're going to start off in James 4, verse 8 from the Amplified. Come close to God with a contrite heart, and he will come close to you. God wants a relationship with you. He wants that intimate relationship with you. He wants you to come close to him. Come close to God. God wants to be a part of your life. You understand that? Okay. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your unfaithful hearts. And he's trying to, James, it's a tough thing he's saying. He said, he wants us to purify our heart. Get rid of your heart. Get, see, sometimes you have to go into prayer and meditation and ask God to clean your heart up. Yeah. I don't care who you are. People fake it sometimes. They try to fake it sometimes and act as if everything is all right. No, sometimes I have to, I'm telling me, sometimes I have to ask God to, to clean my heart up. Do you ever have to do that? You see, you know, uh, you know yeah. have you ever had to go to a family thing and like a, a family some kind of function, right? And you don't want to go because you're still holding something against somebody that done something against you in the family. Yeah. And so you go mad. <laughs> and you're expecting trouble. So you got both ready to go, you see? No, you have to ask God, God, purify my heart. Uh, say, God, purify my heart. That Give me the right kind of heart. I, my brother-in-law Johnny's going to be there. And you know I have a hard time with him. But I need my heart right to purify because the Bible says love your neighbors yourself. Oh, y'all understand what I'm talking about? 
-hmm. All right. That one hurts me big time. <laughs> and right. he calls them out by saying, again, purify your unfaithful heart, you double-minded people. And he told them, purify your unfaithful heart, you double-minded people. He's talking to a church people. This is James writing to the people in the congregation. You see, it is amazing to me that people go to churches, stay with me, we got people going to churches, they're totally different on Monday than they were on Sunday. You see, you're double-minded. You either love me or you don't love me. We're either Christians or we're not Christians, right? Right? If we're Christians, right, Christians are believers, if we're Christians and believers, it's easy for us to entertain or have a friend that doesn't look like us. You understand it? Because there's no, there's no, you know, God's not going to call this group first and this group next and this group second. Now, that, that ain't how that's going to work. He's going to call us all together. All right? All right. And so I, I admire uh, the, the people in this church that are teaching their children right now. It's good to see one of our families we love so much bring their kids back so, uh, so we can have that inner, that inner, that inner group together. You see, because most people have a problem in life. Somebody hate, hate is a learned behavior. Y'all do know that, right? Amen. All right, here we go. And again from the voice, come close to the one true God and he will draw close to you. Now, come close to the one true God and he'll come close to you. Mm -hmm. yeah, get close to God and he'll come, and he'll come close to you. Mm -hmm. And go ahead, wash your hands. I like that. You know, wash your hands. That's something, something we've been hearing a whole lot. Right. Wash your hands. Well, the Bible right. says, wash your hands. Uh -huh. <laughs> All right? Yes, because you have dirtied them in sin. So, say that again. You have dirtied them in sin. He said, wash your hands because you have dirtied them in sin. That's all of us. None's good but the Father. You see, we need to wash our hands because we've dirtied them with sin. You see, now because of the virus, I didn't know that people didn't wash their hands. But they're telling people that we wash your hands, wash your hands, because you don't want to catch this virus, right? All right, wash your hands, wash your hands, because you don't want to catch racism. All right. Huh? Sexism, huh? A status, right? Them, the zip code, right? Wash your hands, wash your hands, all right? Lying, backbiting, undermining, gossip. You see? So you got to wash your hands. We need to wash our hands of that. Am I doing all right? Mm -hmm. And then cleanse your heart. Oh, start with your hand. Now get your heart. Start with your hands. Cleanse your heart. I do it. Ask God, cleanse my heart. If there's anything that's in me that's not like you, Lord, cleanse it. Take it out of my heart. Because I want my heart to be like you. No, literally. Literally. Cleanse my heart, Lord. You see, because if we don't get it in our heart, it's not going to work. It's, it's not going to. How many of us have told it? Now, don't y'all, because you may not be bold enough, so I'll do it. If you want to raise your hand when I say it is. I have told people back in the day I loved them, didn't think nothing about them. I was trying to get something from them. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was. It, you see what I'm saying? Right. You see that? Yes, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. No, but when you have a true heart and your heart is true and it is cleansed, you understand? Only God can do that. 
Only the Holy Spirit can do that. And I understand some people have been mistreated, abused, and all kinds of things has happened to you. They got you got hate, you got anger, you got shame, you got blame, but that, that hurts you. That paralyzes you. It stops you from living the life that God has for you. So you have to ask God to come in and cleanse your heart. You see, that brother-in-law that you can't stand. That sister-in-law that you can't stand. You see? You understand? You know? Do y'all know something? I'm going to tell you a secret, okay? If you don't love me, don't die. Yeah, right. Yeah. You, yes. You see? So why would you allow some, to hate somebody uh, that's done something even wrong to you to keep you from being into the kingdom of God? Is it worth it? Is it worth it for someone to hate somebody enough, right, to cause you from not getting God's blessings? That makes no sense to me. What a price to pay. That's why it says, cleanse your hands, cleanse your heart. Get rid of the dirt out of your hands, get rid of the dirt out of your heart. Get that hate out of off your hands, get that hate out of your heart, all right? And this is because your mind is split down the middle. Yes, that is something. This is because your mind is split down the middle. Mm -hmm. Your mind is split down the middle. Well, I'm going to do this. Today, I'd like you up tomorrow. You see, I see some of you in here with your, uh, these couples in here all sitting together. Do you do that at home? Do you do that at home, sit there together, that close like you're sitting there, like, you know? Or are you putting on a show? Oh, yeah. I, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just telling you. I'm just, hey, I'm just saying, you know, don't get mad at the messenger, right? You see? Do you do that at home? I know it. I know all of you all in here are not wishy-washy. I know that you all love, when you tell your love, your, your spouses love each other, and you have date night. I know all of you all treat each other like when you found each other. Because you ain't in no wishy-washy relationship. When you say love, you mean love. Your love is in action. Okay. All right. Here we go. Again, your mind is split down the middle. Your love for God on one side and selfish pursuits on the other. Yeah, your love is split down the middle. Uh, I love God on one side but I'll do anything I can to be rich on the other. I love God on one side, but I'll walk and step, trample over anybody's in my way to keep me from getting to where I want to be. You see? You politicians love it. I hope we don't have any in here, but if they are, you're good politicians. I love the people. I always like it, you know, the Republicans say they love, the American people need to know this. The Democrats say the, the American people love them for you to do this. And the others don't know what, they just in the middle. If they love people, we wouldn't need Democrats or Republicans, we just need politicians. You see, right? You see, isn't it, isn't it strange that, uh, you know, that the Baptist people got a problem with Pentecostal people? The Methodists got a problem with Church of God in Christ? And we call ourselves a non-denomination, we got a problem with everybody? <laughs> that's, that's why. You see? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's right, right. You see, 
that makes that, that make, oh, that makes us comfortable. We non-denominational. We ain't caught up in that religious stuff. Are you with me? You see? But if you're a true Christian, you love your Muslim brothers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on here. If you're a true Christian, there ain't no line. Love is love. You see, the kind of love that God has is, 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 is not colorblind. It's colorblind. Right? It's religious blind. It's a, it's a true love. And we're supposed to have this love for each other. You see? All right? I want you to love me so much that you're going to say, Pastor, the Holy Spirit is working with the pastor this morning. Because if you don't think it's the Holy Spirit, you think it's me, and then you can, you can dislike me. But boy, you're going to tell the Holy Spirit you dislike him? Mm. You're here because the, God wants you to be here. Right. Because we can all do better. That's right. You see? That's right. As I've gotten older, you all know, 50, 51 years now we're working on, right? Mm -hmm. Sister Gwen and I are working on 51 years, okay? Now, what that means is we're getting closer to the time that somebody, one of us, is going to have to take care of the other. That's just a fact. You see? You see, you ain't never seen a brother being so nice to his wife. <laughs> you, see, you see? Oh, yeah, she gets a plenty of love. <laughs> Not real love. I love you, baby. I love you, baby. It's the truth. <laughs> She'll tell you that's true. Oh, you want to buy that? Yeah. Because, you see... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because see, everybody's excited. Me being seventy-five, say, you don't look seventy-five. Oh, but my body's seventy-five, mm -hmm. and you know I'm in that time. What you know, I'm very careful. But I want a woman that loves God. If she has a good relation with God, and her and her relationship with God, listen to me, couples. And her relationship with God is not wavering. And her left relationship with God is single-minded. And she loves God with all her heart, her mind, soul, spirit. She's gonna take care of me. That's a fact. That's right. That's a fact. All right? right? Am I doing all right? Yes. Now let's turn to James 1, starting at verse 5 from the now, Amplified. The, the voice, did I do the voice there and I missed something? Read that again because I just think I want to hear it. Okay. Because your mind is split down the middle, mm -hmm. your love is for God on one side, right? Right. And selfish pursuits on the other. Mm -hmm. I'll make sure we got that. Not shaky. You got some people in your life's going to make some mistakes. You see? You love them in spite of. See, there's too many people that love. We love because of. God loves in spite of. That don't mean we're going to walk hand in hand, but I'm still love you. I can, see, let me tell you something. It's nothing wrong with not trusting somebody and still loving them. Because you can't trust everybody. You can't be crazy now. You can't trust everybody. It just says love them. You see, I told you all about my friend. You've heard it many times. I got Fat Dennis is what we called him. Fat Dennis is my boy. Me and him were tight. He could not, if he's going to lie, no matter what. It, Dennis would say the sun is shining. And you and look at and you see it raining. And then he would laugh at the lie, lie he told. He was just a liar. You see, me and him got along good. And people say, how do you and Dennis get along good? Because I, I don't believe nothing he says. <laughs> but he's a good guy. I love that brother. You understand what I'm, are y'all with me? Mm -hmm. You see, I had another friend. Uh, he may be kidding somebody here, so I won't use the name. You see, uh, you see, you see, you couldn't trust him. With nothing. 
That's all I'm saying. You see, you love them if you don't trust them. The only time you can have a good time with them, but they're in sight. That's it, all right? So, you, you know, you're laughing, that's right, because everybody in here has got family just about, and you, if you've got a family, you've got some people you cannot trust. But it doesn't tell you you can still love them. All right? Because God said so. Not Johnny. God said so. All right? All right. All right. Where am I at? Yes. We're starting at verse 5, James 1. If any of you lacks wisdom to guide him or her through a decision or circumstance, he or she is asked of our benevolent God, who gives to everyone generously and without rebuke or blame, and it will be given to him or her. If you lack wisdom, what are you going to do? Ask. Ask God to give you wisdom. That should be your prayer. You don't go buy a house, car, uh, get married, doctors. Ask God for give you the wisdom to help you to make the decision that you need to make. Why would you make those decisions without the wisdom of God? That makes absolutely no sense. There are people sitting in here, you know, you know who you are. You made some bad decisions and you're still paying for the consequences of it. Didn't take time to pray and ask God, should I live in this neighborhood? Can I afford this? You see? Should I marry him? Her? Should I do this? I'm going to ask God about it. Ask for wisdom. Don't get quiet on me in here. <laughs> ask, ask God for wisdom. I'm, I didn't write this. I wish I had a. I didn't write this. I'm ask God. You see? God, I need wisdom. You see? I'm a pastor, God. I need wisdom to, to, to pick out the messages and for the Holy Spirit to give me the messages that will help the people be a better people and challenging us, challenging us, challenging us to be great God men and women. Because if we are that, then we will be good husbands and wives and mothers and fathers. And you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. All right? You ought to don't know that in business. When I say thank you, I always have them to hold it up when I've been 30 minutes. Because if you get too long, people go to sleep on you. Mm. Well. So that means it's getting ready time to wrap this up. All right? <laughs> you all know that. You know, that's... that's I, I, I put a trick on all of you. Remember that? I was doing that uh, because it was the season was hot. And I said, you all know it's getting hot in here. Mm -hmm. And then I left it like that because it was football season so you all could go home <laughs> and watch football. No, they mean God will get me so I could go home and watch football, right? <laughs> you see? Now that's wisdom. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you sitting up in the church wondering what the chiefs are doing. <laughs> wisdom said start early. Right. Doesn't that make sense? Yeah. You see, because you know. All right, you all agree with me. All right, here we go. <laughs> I right, want you to laugh sometimes. All right. In verse 6, you must ask for wisdom and faith. You've got to have some faith, people. Ask for wisdom and faith. God, you got children. You got children? You better ask God for faith with faith with children because you know they can be something else because they come from something else. Yeah, you, you see, you see, you got to do that. All right, here we go. <laughs> and don't doubt God's willingness to help. And don't doubt God's willingness to help. Mm. Help me, Lord. Give me wisdom for whatever your circumstance is. Mm -hmm. 
And from the Passion, it says, make sure you ask empowered by confident faith without doubting you that got you will to, receive. Right, you've got to ask in confidence without doubting that you can receive this. That's right. For the one who doubts is like what? A billowing surge of the seed that is blown about and tossed by the wind. And you've seen that. That thing goes all over the place. Mm -hmm. Asking. But you've got to have something behind it. That's right. Faith is behind it. You've got to have faith behind it. Mm -hmm. Okay? And in verse 7, For such a person ought not to think or expect that he or she will receive anything at all from the Lord. Anybody that's shaky, that's what that means. If you're shaky and double-minded, you ought to not expect anything from the Lord. Being a double-minded man, unstable and restless in all his ways, in everything he thinks, feels, and decides. decides. You see? Can't make up his mind. Can't make up her mind. Because they're double-minded. Like taking up Heads or tails? No. Give me the wisdom to make the right decision. You see, it's like what we're doing in here. Someone had asked me uh, as, as pastor when we was going to start coming back into church. You know, I said, this is on my shoulders. And, uh, you know, and they say some places now they letting this thing wide open. We will wear a mask until Pastor Fields feels comfortable for you. I'm up here. <laughs> you see? You see? And I can do that more than a lot of people. Now I can say this, this is going to be kind of racial, all right? Then they're doing the black church because we ain't in here long enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, y'all. Y'all know the deal. Y'all know the deal there. We ain't going to be in here but an hour and, and we up out of here. So that you ain't uncomfortable for an hour. Now if it was a two-hour service, I could understand that. But Pastor Fields has to ask God to give him the wisdom to make the decision for his sheep. Mm -hmm. You right. see, That's we'll right. figure it out. That's right. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out how we spread. Look, it was nice. Look how we are. We're growing and growing and growing, getting back in here. But we'll figure it out with God's wisdom, all right? That's right. You don't mind wearing a mask and getting this great wisdom? That's right. You see? Free. We don't even take up an offering in here. You can get, you can get it free. Yeah, right? The only thing Pastor Fields is saying is, don't we go wear a mask and protect each other? Does that make sense? It does. All right. All right. Here we go. Now, our last scripture is Joshua 24, verse 15 from the message. If you decide that it's a bad thing to worship God, <laughs> then choose a God you'd rather serve and do it today. This is Joshua. Joshua was saying they was, they, the groups was wanting this religion and that religion. I'll just bring it up today. This religion and that religion. You know, some people, research, some people worship their religion. And then the worst people are pastor worshipers. You see, they're, they're the worst people in the world than pastor worshipers. You see, my pastor, my pastor, my pastor. Yeah, right. You know, you know because if someone asked me, well, you know, you don't have a day your people send you to, to Hawaii, and they do, you know, you come on, y'all know how they do it. And, uh, you know, no, 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 I'm on a Saturday, period. Send me nowhere. <laughs> Give me my due and I'm done. You see, we don't do that. No pastor worshiping in here. You might see me acting up. <laughs> you see? You understand? 
You understand? We don't do worship. No, we don't, we're not, we're not, we're not going to do that. We worship who? God. We worship the church. We worship pastor. We worship God. And we pray for who? The pastor. There you go. There you go. Got it? You all going to make it. All right, here we go. Then he says. But first of all, you better take care of your own self or he won't even hear your prayer. All right? You got to put yourself in a position to be a prayer warrior for your pastor. You see? I should, get more pra- I should get more prayers than anybody in the church. That's right. Your pastor, yes, the pastor ought to get more prayers than anybody in the church. Amen. You see? But, so he needs people, he needs people that are not wishy-washy praying for him. Because if you have a relationship with God, then you can pray with, for your pastor, and that, your prayers for the pastor will keep him in line. You see? All right. All right. Here we go. Then he tells them, choose one of the gods your ancestors worshipped from the country beyond the river or one of the gods of the Amorites on whose land you're now living. He's sick of them. Mm-hmm. He said, y- y'all need to choose somebody. Mm-hmm. You, you, choose, you can worship the church. You can worship the pastor. Worship the, just the, the choir. Worship this. He said, but choose somebody because uh-huh. he's sick of them. Uh-huh. Right. But here's what we got to say. I love how he says this. All right? As for me and my family, we'll worship God. Say, but for me and my family, we're going to worship God. You see? That's how it ought to be. Is it? Is it? And as the NIV says, he says, as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my household, we're going to serve the Lord. You understand? That's the life that God wants us to live. The servant, he don't want to wishy-washy. You see, God will bless you with wisdom if you ask for it and mean it. And it will help you in every part of your life. That's right. Amen to that? Say amen. Did we do all right? All right, all right. You, you, did you learn something? And we're going to do better, right? That's right. No, better ain't good enough. We're going to do right. All right. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we've heard the message. We don't want to be double-minded. We want to be single-minded. Single-minded people love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, thy mind, thy soul, and thy spirit. That's who we want to be. So if there's anything in us that's not like you, search our hearts, our minds, and our spirit. If there's anything in us that's not like you, that you would not desire to be in us, we ask you to send the Holy Spirit and move it out of our lives so that we're not double-minded, that we're single-minded, so we can love you like you would have us to love you. So when we do that, then we can love each other like you would have us to love each other. We won't have to deal with all of this backbiting, undermining, lying, gossiping, We don't want any of that, and we ask that you bring the Holy Spirit in and touch every individual in the sound of my voice, including me, that we get away from this double-minded habits that we have and desires that we have, and that we're single-minded. Single-minded. God first, ourselves second, spouses, children, church family, and the rest. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen.